0: Yeah, I'm just a dude from a trailer park trying to to figure out the universe. Other than not having any memory. How deep you want to go? How deep you want to go? How Mm. deep you want to go? It's weird. I'm fucking around, but like I did, I was in my hot tub two nights ago. I got out of the hot tub, and I was like just sweating, just sitting there, just dripping sweat, waiting to dry off a little bit. Right. And then I woke up in my living room. Like I smoked some weed. Don't get me wrong, but. I'd be smoking some weed. So I don't re- like my like, the, the hot tub cover is, like, big. It's a chore. So, I, like, I don't remember closing it. I don't remember walking into the house, putting my robe on from the hot tub. I don't remember, like, securing the perimeter of the house like I do every night. I thought I put my heating pad in the microwave like I do every night for my back and didn't. All of a sudden, I wake up. It's, like, 4.30 a.m., I was in the hot tub at like nine thirty or ten. Like it's four thirty a.m. I'm on my living room floor. Go to the microwave to heat up the heating pad. It's not. It's upstairs. Go grab that, heat it up, lay down, get a, like a little bit of rest before I kicked off the day. And then I was off like the whole rest of the day. It's just weird. Like I was that tired, or the weed hit me that. Particular of a way, way that I was just like, you're gonna go. I mean, take those a, are go, all
1: good, you go know, exp- explanations, but I'm I'm with the alien abduction. I think that is what better describes everything. Yeah, right? The mic's right here.
0: Oh, okay. Just fly. Um, but yeah, man, we hit uh, Cali a couple weeks ago, brought back some of that Cali sunshine. Mm hmm. So I've been real stingily with myself smoking on that, but now was one of those times. Well. dude, I'm pumped to make some music. Yeah, I haven't too. had anybody to make music with.
1: I swear, man, it's been a long time. It's been a man. long time. Like, You've known I played time. guitar though, right? It wasn't just like recently I, when I got a new guitar and showed it to you. That I knew you played bass like a little bit before that. Okay. Yeah, I don't really play for like when people come over. It's not like, hey, check this out. I don't know. I've been more into it lately and showing people some of the stuff that I've been learning and creating. But um, never really played in a band. You know, I've jammed out with drummers, is like uh, my buddy Chris Corey, messed around with. The, he had a drum set back in the day in their in their in their crib. So I jammed out with him a few times. And my brother in law is a drummer, so jam out with him. But other than that, just all solo, self taught. So nothing real good (laughs) i know how to read tablature not music i don't know anything about music theory so when it comes to creating music definitely going to rely heavily on you with that and teaching me i'm excited to to learn more about it i've been trying to like you know through like youtube videos and stuff trying to learn a little bit about music theory without having to spend all the money to go to school and learn it there rather just self-teach um music yeah i got
0: just an ear i feel that i have an ear for music tones things that sound well together and i sang in choir from a little kid up like to midway through high school and just always and it's funny cuz like they teach you as part of the curriculum in our school system like you'll learn to read music to advance through choir and mm. like i cheated every year like i don't know how to
1: read music and it was taught to me like from a very young age i was like this shit so I did the same thing. I did. I did choir growing up instead of shop, hobby shop. But my, I had this huge crush, Ashley Papovich, who I actually still talk Vitch. to nowadays. She's <laughs> the bitch, dude. Um, yeah, I was crushing on her since like third grade, and I she was going to choir. I knew it, so I was like, I'm signing up, dude. <laughs> this is by, by what grade? By sixth grade. Uh, so yeah, and then seventh grade, she, she by hit me grade, with. Sixth grade, I that, couldn't she, take it anymore. She hit me you with had to a join note. Join the choir. Yeah, I was in the choir, sixth grade, She hit you with grade. a note. That's sad. Yeah, she was moving. Oh. She moved to Southern Virginia, super far away, Raleigh, I think. No, it starts with an R, Roanoke. Something. Name like that. a city in. Yeah. North oh no, no, Virginia. she moved to. It was Kentucky. Kansas, Kentucky—I don't know. Doesn't matter. She moved <laughs> so away. So many states. I was heartbroken. <laughs> One I of them states that wasn't
0: on my school district.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that I couldn't walk over to her house anymore.
0: Yeah, after that, the world just yeah. got too big.
1: So that's what got me into choir, and I did the same thing. You know, do re. You know, you had to learn all that do re mi fa sol la ti do, all that shit. And then, like, I can, I can read. I can't. I can read music. I can tell like what that is, what an eighth note is, quarter notes, sixteenth. Yeah. I I know how to like write all that stuff out. I know the definition of them, but to put them together, you know, or to read this and be like, all right, play this, but with bass, like no, I can go. I can show you what a e, e, e note is, e sharp. You know, I know the step ups and stuff, step downs. Very very basic stuff on the guitar, but that's, yeah, I can't just. Oh yeah, that I can't read read music I can't like read music
0: right? for shit you think like do re mi it's just three things if if you're reading music and you just uh, do and it skips to me like i can't do it even that's it's one line between you're only right. going up two one lines up. i don't have that down and all the kids i went to choir with like they could read music and well but i d- i did understand the tone okay i just know i'm supposed to go i can go up to in my in voice, town. but I can't go up two words on the, it's only, do re mi fa ti latido, it's eight. It's, it, that's, a, that's an octave. An octave, right. So when you hit that, like, it, it was frustrating for me, but I was like, I can sing, so whatever. <laughs> and then I learned uh, the beat program. One of my boys his, that I served with in Minnesota, his brother, shout out Alejandro Carrera, he used to be signed to Warner Brothers, like like a singer. Dude can sing. Yeah. Like, dude, ha- like. Boys oh. have pipes. Yeah, yeah, pipes for show. But he also produces and owns a studio. So he gave me some, a couple of hours, just one-on-one time, of like how to use the program. And he's like, it's on you what you want it to sound like, but this is how you use the program. He taught mm-hmm. me real in-depth. And then he also taught me a little bit of mixing. And like mastering to make it like I can finish tracks and shit. So okay. yeah, I like putting all that together. But it starts with just sound, what sounds good, and and, and even mm-hmm. beyond that, like what feels good, is like it's and which I guess yeah. is the same when you're talking music. If it don't feel good, it don't sound good.
1: Yeah, there'll be beats that I learn within, you know, a song I'll learn within five minutes, easy, super easy. But there's so much fun to play, you know. And then there's there's this. Like classical music, I'm trying to learn this classical gas song, and it's gonna take me months to learn the whole thing. Yeah, cause it's classical. But when you put that together, man, that's so much fun to play. I love playing that. Um, classical music is fun. I started off playing a lot of reggae stuff, just cause I feel like that's kind of the easiest. Mm-hmm. You know, just a chill vibe and bass line is all you really need to throw your way. And when did you start playing bass? Uh, I picked it up in junior high, I like think sixth oh, okay. grade.
0: Okay, right after choir, right after the vitch moved, you got out of choir, <laughs> picked the bass <laughs> I up. think
1: it was when I was in choir, actually, maybe, yeah, 6th, 7th grade, and then my mom uh, got me signed up to take bass lessons. My dad was, man, why don't you want to be a lead guitarist? You know, you want to be the, the king, but I don't know, bass always drew me. I'm bass, trying to the get bass, funky, Pop. When I hear Red Hot Chili Peppers, like that's the. Fr- I was like, I need to know who the fuck that is. Flea goes Flea, okay, I'm buying all your albums, I need to figure out that. Uh, the bass and that uh, changed my changed everything. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So I finally uh, like
0: I love the way Red Hot Chili Pepper sounds in my ear holes as well. And like, yeah, I mean the whole band they all make it funky and Flea's a standout artist in that. But even like I've always been a singer more than the background artist type stuff. Mm -hmm. I just recently started making hip hop beats in the last few years. But like the sound, the extra instrument of the voice, that's what sets everything apart to me. Like Biggie said that you know, rest in peace, before Notorious B.I.G. passed away. He's like, yeah, that beat's cool, but you need that additional instrument to really bring it to life. Mm-hmm. And some, I'll hear some stuff where it's humming or different languages even. I can't understand it, but the, the vocals and what people can do with their vocals versus what people can do with an instrument. Just, man, a complete finished song is just something to. Yeah. I, I just love music. I got a passion for music. And, yeah, if it sounds good. It feels good. Mm -hmm. no matter what no matter what genre like there's things i primarily listen to and things i prefer not to listen to but good is good in any genre as far as my ears go i agree i agree how's it feel man having uh being legit again (laughs) (laughs) finally to flip my shit legit and working a different angle of the game
1: being mobile again yeah it feels good it's my first place uh, first stop was the basement? Oh yeah, and I'm glad. And I'm, gl- and I'm glad you grabbed the base. Yeah, that was a nice surprise. I didn't know you had a case yet. Yeah, got a case for it. Um, but it's good to be mobile.
0: I'm picking it's up the truck to tomorrow. Steps. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking. I'll be gone. I'm be cruising. I'm going from Auto Mall down to Green Valley. Like, bam! So I'll be whipping the truck. Mm. Whipping the whipping the whipping the truck. Whipping the, whipping the truck. Bass turned up. Nick said, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. Dude, I slept on the floor last night. New vehicles are exciting, period. They're just, it's
0: fun. It is tight. The sh- like, the only down part, I got to sell Regina. And not, like, oh, that's so sad, I got to sell my car. Just, like, I got to detail that motherfucker. That's going to take hours. Mm-hmm. I could hire it out, I guess, but I'll probably just do it. Just do it. Yeah. But yeah. like it needs like exterior already detail, like that takes at least two hours, probably three, but the inside's never been clean. I did a, like a vacuum and just a brush off when I got it. It looks pretty, looks pretty clean to me, man. Well, there's shit like in the, in between plastics I got. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. So it's really just the carpet and then the, the trim, the plastic trim on the floors. So it's not that much, but it is like two hours probably. Yeah. So, get all that taken care of, get that polished up nice, probably get a cover for it and leave it in the garage until it sells. I mean, trying to get top dollar. Mm-hmm. And a used car market, it's like every other market right now housing market, car market, truck, specifically for just pickup trucks. It's insane right now. So just much the high price. Well, inflation has gone crazy in the last year and a half. A few years, yeah and there's no sign of that really slowing down but people are have been happy to pay this inflation so like what are you gonna do <laughs> run <laughs> but, your credit up <laughs> yeah pretty much but like the cost of cars new cars and trucks are going up because there's like that microchip shortage or something on top of the shipping shortages from china like china shut down one of their main shipping ports exports um, because there's like a COVID Delta breakout, at least so they said. Like, that's what was passed to us by the time they got here. Yeah. So, shipping was way slowed down for, they said that two weeks that they were shut down set things back in the world eight months of shipping. And then the Suez Canal over there, shipping from like China to Europe, their main route, like we got the Panama Canal over here. The Suez Canal was blocked. Last year, I saw for, a
1: picture of the Panama Canal for a few months. Like a recent picture of like boating lanes, shipping lanes. And stuff.
0: Well, hang on. yeah, but, but hang that's on. So crazy. that's all causing prices to go up for cars, mm-hmm. at, uh, or at least the microchip issue, and then the cost of steel is going up because the price of wood is going up, and then the wood has a shortage, right? So when wood has a shortage, you can build houses. It's based on housing. People are still buying houses everywhere around the country and need houses. There's no wood to build houses, so okay, we can build steel houses. Steel's cheaper anyways. Not when there's a shortage of wood. Now you can't get wood, so steel can charge as much as for wood, impacting the housing market. Wood and, houses are
1: still the way to go.
0: Yes, yeah, for sure. But this cost of steel being able to match wood is also affecting the car prices for car friends. Yeah. yeah, so it's a bunch of fuckery right now. So something's going to something's going to break at some point. Like in the next year, year and a half. By break, what do you mean? Just cost. Some type of economic bubble. People oh, aren't going to be able to afford to pay, continue to pay. Oh, and a lot of people no aren't going back to I work mean, as of yet. Like, we're just in a weird spot. I was talking to my boy Guy the other day. He's like, yeah, humanity's weird, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, every shit's always been fucking crazy. <clears throat> For sure. Um
1: but uh, yeah, the Panama Canal. You said you saw the boats. Yeah, just like boats waiting in line to go, and how it fans out. It's like a a fan of just boats, and they've been there for days, just waiting to get through the Panama Canal. Or you know, and that to me was I. I mean, I don't have a frame of reference because I've never seen a Panama Canal picture prior to COVID. I guess <laughs> so. I have no frame of reference, but just seeing it. Um, was kind of crazy, I guess. You never really think about that aspect of things. Why my, Why isn't my ex, you know, how many times did you hear that? You know, I have a bunch of gamer friends. Why isn't my Xbox here yet? How, why can I not get an Xbox? It's like, well, you know, help yourself to a book, dude. Economics. Yeah. Economics. <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah. One, it. Of my, one of my first books I read that was out of, like, besides school books, like an actual pleasure, you know, a book you're reading not because of somebody told you to do it or you have to study or do this or that like uh, was Freakonomics. What's it that? Was back in uh, uh, two economists wrote the, like slash comedians wrote this book um, called Freakonomics and every chapter is a little bit different. Uh, one of the chapters is about sumo wrestlers and uh, the politics of of the the top dogs in the sumo ah, life in Japan. Very interesting. And it was wild. So they cheat all the time, I guess. And so say me and you are sumo wrestlers. We're badasses. We're in the top. So the top 99 sumo wrestlers Just get fucking fools. paid, bro. Just I mean, they're millionaires. They're celebrities. That 100th sumo wrestler has like three jobs. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it is. If you're in the top 99, badass. You're the 100th. You have three jobs. You're struggling to survive. Um, So, me and you, we're running a tournament to see who's going to be in the next top 99. Uh, Damn, there's, uh, I think, 16 matches per uh, tournament. And you're sitting at seven and seven. And I'm sitting at nine and five, whatever. I'm good. I'm even if I lose to you these next two matches, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. I'm in the top 99. I'm getting paid bitches everywhere. I got everything. But you're struggling. But you're my homie. So I'm going to throw these two matches so you go 9 and 7. Now you're going to be in the top the top 99. And I, this I, this happens. This has happened for hundreds of years throughout mm-hmm. the sumo community. And it was just a, a One of the chapters, one of the twenty odd chapters that they have in there, one of them was about the Boston school district. That was really cool. Uh, Teachers cheating their way to success. You know, it's it's a good idea in theory, but you know, you're teaching. I tell you, you know, whoever out of this school, whoever has the highest, you know, their class has the highest grade percentage, you guys are going to be getting a raise. Okay. So the Boston school district got caught cheating because they were. Uh, a school district in Boston. I have no idea. <laughs> the yeah, Boston not school the, district. Yeah, a a Boston <laughs> school district. I got you. Uh, in comparison to like they were comparing it to Chicago, and it was a long time since I read it, so I definitely could be uh, throwing out some false information. But this is the gist of it, um, and how teachers were getting you know fat raises because they would just cheat, they would just bubble it, you know, rebubble some of their students' That's courses, wild. and and they ended up getting caught and fired, obviously, but. um those are two of the random chapters that are the first ones that I thought of when I thought of the book. Uh, um, really cool, just a different perspective to to view humanity. I mean, I never would have thought that was that kind of cheating was happening in Japan. I thought Japanese people were, you know, cool people. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they cheat their way to success, just yeah. like America.
2: <laughs> God damn, if that ain't human nature, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know what is. <clears throat> That uh that grinds my fucking goat on education. Just I was an education major in college. Uh, one day I would do. I think we were talking about this yesterday, but I'm gonna go back and get my degree. Uh, mm-hmm. One of these days in life. But just like teaching to the standard of the test, like that's not that's not a real measuring stick. And in, in life, it doesn't apply. Like memorization has its place, and you need to be able to know and recall and recount on things. And we should train that tool. Yeah, well, to an extent, yeah, we can. Pop most information up on our phones, but there's yeah, a point where Siri. that's where that's gonna fail. But modern, just day to day, the original idea of yeah, Thomas the internet B- goes down. Yeah, yeah.
1: Guess what? You don't know anything now. You're an idiot. <laughs> Fucking moron. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up that book. right this
0: one right here. <laughs> right. Uh, but Thomas Jefferson's initial idea was, in order to have democracy, a working, functioning democracy, you have to have educated populace, so they know who they're voting for. They need to understand that they can read about these people. So reading, writing, arithmetic was that was just that was the basis, bare minimum idea. Mm-hmm. You need to know who, you, who is representing you. So Not you just
1: could. because of voting, but just because everyday life, though too. Well, the main idea
0: was surrounded on democracy and voting, okay. and then it stems from there. But yeah, call, for many reasons, I mean, we shouldn't have idiots just roaming yeah. the streets. You gotta know something. But then it just stemmed into this centuries-long argument that we can't figure out what to teach our kids. And just as the day-to-day life in America for the last long time has been relatively the same, right? Wake up, have some coffee, get in your car, go to work, do your job, get in your car, go home, and with with some variances in between per individual. But, like, teach people how to get through that stuff, I think, is mm-hmm. a much better way to look at the education system. And it just... It bothers me that we're still teaching to the standard of the test instead of letting people figure out life on
1: their own. Well, that is happening. Even Tucson, as you know, as bad of a as school districts are here in comparison to others. Uh, I know my cousin's going to a compass type different different type of school, and they are they teach things way different than the way I was I was taught. You know, this class go your first class is a math class. Go ahead, go to that. All right, your next class is a history class. Go to that. All right, your next class is an elective. Hey, you get to relax for a second. Go do PE for your fourth class. And then, you know, the next class is English. There you go. There's your day. And this, uh, her school, like, completely focuses on one subject per semester. So, like, this, this subject's math. And they'll throw in a little bit of historical math. They'll throw in a little bit of science math. They'll throw in a little bit, you know... Whatever English English math, but they'll but the f- main focus that whole semester that whole quarter is gonna be math. I like that concept. And then without they'll hearing switch it up more yeah. about it, but um, yeah. And so I'm gonna learn more about. It. I'm actually seeing her uh, in a few days. We're going up to Wyoming. And she'll be there, and I'm gonna ask her more about it because uh, her mom, my aunt, told me about this school that she's going to. And she, you know, she's a little difficulty going through life for sure, a little depressed already, you know, didn't hit me till I was 34 depression, (laughs) I guess, but, you know, and and she's a little bit different, and and life's definitely more difficult for her than I think for other people. So this school has helped her out. She wasn't good at normal school. And I feel like that is a huge part. And I actually think we've talked about it before. the fact that our education system is just very very bad there's
0: just gaps and the f- i don't know if federal government sh- needs to be or should be involved there is a certain regionality of it and the, the point to the feds are involved is like is still what they've been doing since as far, as far as i back remember so as far as i'm concerned it started in the 80s mm-hmm. Could have started before, but yep, you're going to pass this test, and that has everything to do with your school's funding. If your school can't pass the test, your school doesn't get any funding. Well, the, the, the problem areas are the ones that need the most funding. So uh, w- what are we basing yeah. this on? Why don't we give everybody the same thing, no matter where you are, so we can output productive members of society. And that will then, in turn, change the next generation because we're going to have more equipped people to be parents because they're more equipped for life to deal with the emotions that come. And all things yeah. that are involved in our society. Going to
1: a certain school shouldn't be about the location of where you live. It should be about the how you deal with learning, how you can learn. Mm-hmm. You know, some people need medication to learn because they cannot sit still. My brother has Asperger's. Wanders. They wander. Yeah,
0: my baby bro like can't sit in what your traditional line by line school right. going period to period. He yeah. struggled since elementary school, and God forbid somebody really fucks with him because he's a giant. <laughs> some kid was, he's getting, he's gotten fucked with like, well his whole life. He's got Asperger's, but like there was like two times my mom told me like, and he fucked these kids up, like once was in like fifth grade and once was like a year ago. Damn. Like I don't know if somebody smacked him upside the back of his head one of them some kid had it coming. And the first one I don't remember. Hmm. The most recent one is like, yeah he shouldn't have done that. (laughs) We're battling that right now. Like how do we deal with tattling? Because Big G wants to tattle all the time it's like dude stop tattling but we also don't want him to not
1: let you know when let, there's a problem yeah
0: when, when there's actually somebody's gonna get hurt or is hurt something like that you know at the same time how do you handle when you're getting picked on slash bullied and what is the extent like we've been working on wrestling for a while but he's also very sensitive and is not to a point where he's gonna end an altercation mm. so how do, what point can he take control what point does he leave it alone and what point does he ask for help so i mean it's a, and he's on he's four so i mean we'll work on
1: this over the years to come but it's just in just i, I guess think just my parents really did it how did you get taught i'm trying to think as you're saying that like trying to think about how my parents did it and i can't remember i mean my first fight was in third grade and somebody randomly just pushed me and my chest hit like the corner of the cafeteria table Ouch! and i like couldn't breathe and i got up and just started anger anger just boom i see red and it ended up it was one of my really good friends at the time one of my best friends i mean we had we had sleepovers and stuff so it was like betrayal as well so i started (laughs) crying betrayal pain and anger all in one third grade so tears were flowing was angry, and I don't remember if there was ever a talk, you know, and I definitely remember certain talks that I had with my parents about certain things, and they will always stick with me, but I never remember any about, you know, altercations and fighting, and I got into a fight with one of my best friends, Matt Bregman, and my dad spanked me, and then my mom was like, you're never gonna hit him again, or I'll leave you." and he said okay, so I never got spanked after that, and that was like, fourth grade, fifth grade? It's a little old for a spanking. Well, I mean, I don't. I never got re mad at my dad for spanking me. You know, it, like it, oh, anyway, sorry. Maybe it was maybe it was like third grade, second or third grade. Maybe it was I was a little bit younger, um, second or third grade. I don't know, but there was no like an actual conversation about what you do mm-hmm. in a fight. It was all something I learned growing up. You know, definitely got more than. Then twenty fights, but they were like none of them. I don't think anybody got seriously injured, seriously hurt. I did put a cop in the hospital in Germany once. That was unfortunate, but so yeah, I guess I have hurt people. But that's like anger taking over. I don't know. Maybe they should have had a conversation with me, and I wouldn't have put a fucking cop in the hospital. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I that's that's where I'm going. My. View on education is kind of similar to my view on parenthood. Like, I didn't get taught anything either, I didn't have those conversations. I was fighting immediately, Mm -hmm. immediately in the trailer park. Latchkey kid, black kid around all white people. White people, not that anything was racial, but I really was one, the only child. Like, but if somebody was feeling
1: feeling itchy on a certain day, you were easy to easy to point out. Yeah, it was, I was just one of one. That, that's it. There
0: was nobody who looked like me my whole life. So right. I was fighting for as long as I can remember. I, was, I can't think of an age where i wasn't i remember some early ones in like in my basement jumping off a second on a bunk bed up on the top bunk elbow dropping this kid because he was uh beating up my friend i was like no fuck that like i was already standing up for people like when i was eight that was my seventh or eighth birthday party however old you turn in second grade so i was just like man so just always always that so because i wasn't taught anything not to not snitch or not tattle or not, none of it. Like just, there was just a really lack of, of guidance and parenthood in my life. So I'm taking that and I'm teaching grace in all three. It's like, this is how you wrestle. If somebody does something to you, you can defend yourself a little young, but if I'm instilling it from day one, like that, that's fine for me. So whenever he's ready, it's cool. And he's also got a brother to help. They're going to defend each other. So I want them equipped for that. And then also, hey man, you don't. That wasn't something you needed to. I mean, snitching is still a problem, and I, not not like street snitching, like kid snitching, telltale. Like yeah, I, yeah. I don't live the street life. We yeah. don't. I'm not about <laughs> that street life. I'm I'm going to the police. Like believe that, like if I, mm. if need be, I'm not, oh shit, just watch this guy kill my neighbor, not gonna say anything about yeah. it. no, nope, but i'm I'm talking, I don't live the street life but there is still a point where you do need to handle things yourself at the lowest level and either walk the right way and let other people handle it if it's not your business or you know you know what that really wasn't a big deal. We'll just let that be. so I just trying to all things considered and really mentally and emotionally quit my kids for life. And that was my, like, one of my main reasons I was, do I am, like, my vocation is education. Like, I want to be right. a teacher or some type of coach, be in the school system, and just have as much effect on as many kids as possible. And really what turned me off that was the price tag. Like, it just did not pay enough in Arizona. Minnesota, it made sense. Starting teacher salary is X. Megan's bringing in X. Cool, we can make that work. Here, that's drastically different. Like my first year in real estate, which was rough, was about teacher salary. I couldn't imagine doing that for – ain't no truck. Ain't no – Regina ain't here either. Yeah. <laughs> Callie, uh, Betty White ain't here either. Like It's a lot of things. So that just – like I'm all for Red for Ed and paying teachers more in, in the state of Arizona yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, I
1: think I was, I was with that as well. I mean – not that it really matters what I'm for or what I'm against, but yeah, definitely well, yeah. Definitely, definitely, for teachers getting paid more and the education of our, our young ones being better in all states, not just here in Tucson or um, over there in Wisconsin. I mean, everywhere. And yeah, uh, I think there's a list of people that need to be paid more and teachers are on that list. They might not be at the very top, but they are on the list. I think well, nurses it, need to get paid a little bit more. Everyone uh, in healthcare. The, yeah. Everyone. I don't know about everyone in healthcare, but I mean it's easy to be a nurse technician it's like six months of schooling right it's six months of you know like a trade school then you go and you get a starting salary like in arizona it's like 14 15 an hour and you have none of the responsibility like if anything bad happens the nurses get you know they're the ones that get so you're essentially kind of have a clean clean slate you just go and i don't know pay them uh, pay them like more. technicians, like just the uh, people don't matter. in the back helping them it doesn't out. Doesn't matter. I You're don't
0: doing, so, but the background does so much, like the behind.
1: Oh it. yeah, I'm not saying they don't. It they don't it really just, have it, the it, responsibility. Like her nurses should definitely be paid for because they got responsibility for sure. I mean, it depends. ultimately I think it, de- it falls on the doc, but I mean the nurses. What well,
0: depends what you define as responsibility. that they don't have all the paperwork in line. Doctor could make a mistake based on that. So there's. There's yeah. a certain levels of, but the ultimate accountability, yes, is on the head. And doctors should be paid more. More. Oh. And you should, they, there's so much involved, and layers and layers when you get to student debt and doctors making X amount of money, but they don't because they owe all the student debt. But everyone in healthcare and, uh, I don't even know, child, adolescent, and into adult development, if you're caring for humans, whether that's you're dealing with schizophrenics in a home, you know, people who need aid as adults, you know, or you're dealing with, you know, preschool age kids. I mean, pay my daycare ladies get, like, $11 an hour changing diapers, running around with 30 kids Yeah, all day. Like, you got two or three ladies with 20 or 30 kids in, all day in, like, one class. Like, pay, changing diapers, making sure one's not killing another. Like, nap time, food, like... To pay it like eleven dollars an hour.
1: Yeah, my mom made real good money uh, growing up. Uh, she was a me growing up. She was a daycare provider, but like kids over four, I think. Like the youngest cutoff was like six. Yeah, it was in our house.
0: Oh you know that's fantastic! Yeah, yeah. she
1: get, she got paid. Oh yes, absolutely. Granted, it was Washington D.C., so everybody was making money out there. They could pay pretty much whatever. I
0: went into this daycare. I will not say its name in the city in which I live. There unlocked door, the front door, just to walk in, unlocked classroom doors. This is on Speedway. The classroom doors, kids can just walk out. The main door, kids can just walk out onto Speedway.
2: Wow. <laughs> and the back
0: doors, I'm going to guess they were open. Like, there's just no security. People go in and out. And, they're, it, and we just walked in and out. We're like, oh yeah, this is not our place. Like, by but i drive still drive by there every day of my life and there's just tents up every now and then tucson's getting tent problems too right now
1: what do you mean by to that? flip
0: it just homeless people just oh, post homeless. It up. yeah it's yeah. a there's a gas station like a, another small business and the daycare right there on this yeah, why don't they
1: just go to cali life's a dream out there for homeless right? seems
0: like it but the same situation if you go if you're going it's south on i-10 but what direction is it really East, if you're going east on I-10 from base to here, to Houghton, on the right side, so the west side of I-10, there's two people living there on Valencia, off the Valencia exit right now, just, they've posted up, they live there now, yard and everything, just junk, they just, one dude's got a camper, the other dude, it's a vehicle and like a tent, and a bunch of shit just around. So there's more to come. They've been there for at least a month, bare minimum a month. I'm like, yes, why don't they go to Cali? Shit's lovely out there. If you're if you're the unhoused, as they like to call them, yeah. Uh, yeah but you
1: got to call them a certain thing though. That's it's like you can't say secretary anymore because it's it's too sexist. I don't understand. You say that, administration. That's what I
0: don't understand about political correctness.
1: You're just applying. It's the same thing. The context the
0: hasn't changed.
1: You're telling me that a word in the English dictionary offends you. I mean, I get it. People have been saying "gingers" all all day. All <laughs> that's all derogatory. The time. <laughs> like, that's not from. I know. Book. I'm saying an actual like just a term, a terminology, offends you. Uh, yeah. Secretary offends you. Like that. That to me is it, whatever, man. Well, I, I think well, I think that.
0: part of the issue was it was primarily a female-dominated job, and when men started becoming administrative assistants and shit like that, they didn't want to be called secretaries because that's what the women are called. Like that's what the title Uh-oh. is, man. There was a push maybe two, three years ago in Hollywood. They were like, "We're all actors. Can we drop the actor, actress shit? We're just we're all actors." Like, yeah. You remember, you're or we're the same age, you remember uh, remember there was Mr., always been just Mr., and then Mrs., Miss, but then in like the early 90s, throughout the 90s, there was Ms. Ms. Yeah. 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 I'm sure I've said that a few times. Ms. Ms. That, one, that one was funny, because it was supposed to be like, Mrs. is married.
1: Married, M-R-S. Miss,
0: M-I-S-S is single, and then Ms., M-S, period.
1: Ms. It's not a it's real just, word. It
0: was divorcee, Don't want to tell you if I'm married or single. I'm just I always Ms. thought
1: MS MS was just regular single. Like you're just not married. There's married and unmarried. That's, That's it.
0: That's miss. Right. So, but
1: I guess it's fame. no. It you miss and anymore. MS are the same thing. Nah. Yes. Nope. They 7%. might be now.
0: And Ms might be an abbreviation for Miss now because it's easier. Mister. Mr. Miss. Ms. But it was Ms. Miss was spelled in 1990 early 90s when we were in elementary school.
1: I learned. I, I still remember. I remember this uh, the study session, and the teacher was literally. It was my second grade teacher, and he was like, "What is your? What are your? I think it was them trying to figure out who was the divorce kids and who wasn't, you mm-hmm. know. And when your parents were married, like, what was what was your mom's title? Was it MRS or MS? Like those two. Well, who's the bastard children and who's not? <laughs>
0: yeah, we're the Latchkey kids around here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, That's funny. and I now we're that. fucking. Can't figure out sex, so I just transitioned into <laughs> Mr. Johnson, I think. Can I can't out remember. Fucking people's names. A lovely second grade teacher. My second grade teacher was Ms. Anderson. She was a divorcee with two adopted Asian kids, I believe. No, well, the two adopted Asian kids is true. I believe she was Ms. Ms. Anderson. She was like the only teacher I had through most of school who were like wrecked shit. Cause she had two adopted Asian kids and lived around all white people. And, and this is in, they were old. They were in their twenties when in the early nineties. So she had them in this mid seventies and eighties when she adopted them. Not a lot of That's Asian kids tough, around yeah. Minnesota. Right. So she, and this is, you, you know, decades later, I Not realized a lot
1: of divorcees either. Yeah, yeah.
0: She was the only one who like realized I was one of one. Like, this kid needs, not special attention, but special attention, like, just be, talked to differently. Just a chat. Yeah, and that's sometimes it. Sometimes just a chat or yep. two. So, I mean, you don't, like, it was conversations that I don't, I never had with any other teachers, and I didn't notice teachers having with other students either, and she was basically like, life's gonna be fucked up for you. Yeah. Like, and it was, it was, it happened maybe one or two times, real brief, but. I think to paraphrase she didn't say that obviously but to paraphrase I think what she was telling me was you gonna be alright but shit's gonna be fucked up for you Right. and she's like I and I only know that just cause I got two Asian kids and they're 22 and 20 right now and shit was fucked up for them mm-hmm. so I was like alright and it I guess to some extent kept me going
1: well you have a drive I don't think I'm glad that you had that for sure I wish I could reach out to other redheads out there and let them know that, you know, being a ginger is going to be tough, but you'll get through it, man. (laughs) Shit's going to be all right. Shit's going to be okay, man. Shit's going to be all right. Yeah, my first few fights were, you know, Carrot top, redhead, for sure. I got picked on. But I was athletic. I was friendly. Like, I was in the mile club. I was one of the fastest kids in school. I could throw a... I had an arm like a rocket, you know? I was playing all the sports... I was awesome in the jungle gym. You know, we had a rope swing in my mom's daycare, so, like, I was climbing shit all the time. We had trees, so upper body strength was there. Don't you climb I don't know why kids. I don't know why kids were picking on me all the time, you know? Doesn't Just make sense. I was a little different pigmentation.
0: Doesn't make sense, man. You're
1: <laughs> <fucking> struggling. <laughs> I dude. was good, dude. I was fine. You know, and, like, little kids would pick on me and be like, dude, I can squash you. And not that I was a big kid anyway. I was definitely medium-sized, but, like, even the shorter, like, nerdy kids were picking on me that's why i knew i had a problem like damn i'm getting picked on by everybody even the low-class nerdy kids go read a book
0: <laughs> i never been one to pick on anybody probably because i've always felt like an outcast but i've also i wouldn't notice somebody's a redhead like until it's like pointed out to me somebody might say something or a lot of redheads you'll say self-depriving stuff you'll call it out Oh yeah. Early upon meeting meeting people, yeah, I just <laughs> yeah. said yes. I know I'm a ginger. Yeah. Uh, I'm a ginger fuck. But like I would, do the curtains match the drapes. Oh yeah, I might recognize it, but not notice it.
1: Right. Why do you want to know about my pubic hair color? <sighs> like, I don't get it. I don't. I know it's just. I mean, that's some of the things I heard growing up.
0: Yeah, that one's weird. I mean, it's something somebody said in a movie well, to want some to check lady. It out,
1: dude? <laughs> i forget what movie that's the occur- yeah it might be from a movie i don't know i think it is from a movie and, and it i love it i love one of my favorite episodes is the ginger episode you know gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> they suffer from gingivitis. i mean it's it's brilliant it was absolutely brilliant trey parker and matt stone are hilarious that's funny um but now we're labeled i was just thinking about basketball
0: like I haven't I seen that movie one time so when it was like a awesome. new release rental I don't, I remember it being a really light I'm like that's a really good movie like it's a <laughs> well written it's, you know put together act one two three it all makes sense yeah let's do this but I never watched it again I was like twelve, but I'll go back and check that out see how it holds up
1: I bet it does i mean got i mean South I Park know. does South Park definitely holds like up like
0: all of South
1: Park holds up I mean there's certain things that are yeah, I mean, going back to watch like season two. So I just got HBO Max, and yeah, they North. have South Park on it, which is awesome. So um, I've been watching a lot of like you know just background noise type rewatching, and I threw on like season two, you know, and it's tough. The animation's tough. The voices are even more mm-hmm. tough. My that's what my my sister said. Uh, she she just can't watch it because the voices are just too high pitch and like cringy in her ears, they and are. she can't really appreciate the show for what it is because she's cringing in her head because the voices are just too annoying to her and literally the most smallest thing in the world that i do annoys her (laughs) so she's very irritable so i get it you know i'm not gonna but her husband loves south park too we're both trying to get her involved more in it um pc principal one of my newest favorite characters of all time that south park has ever created
0: yeah i it's just so it's so well written like it's just such a well-written show beginning to end like the first few seasons they were using construction paper Mm -hmm. for the animation still like it was it was nuts but yeah those guys they nail it every time and really quickly so i don't
1: know if they still do it now but uh from like season two or three to like 20 uh they do a retreat They get all the writers together and they go and they rent like this huge million dollar cabin and they all just live there for like three months and write everything. They write an entire season. That's when they write it and then they get it all down. They say, "Okay, we're ready to release." And then they do the animation every week, Mm -hmm. and they change. They can. They have the basis for every episode, right? And then they make the episode and then they start working on the next one that week. So, like, if you work on South Park, it's actually a crazily crazy way and crazily done, I think like to that much pressure to have an episode. And then your next air date is a week from today. You better give, you know, and it still has to be done probably before. Cause comedy central has got to watch it make sure it's airable, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure they have to do a few times because I'm sure, I wonder if South Park's ever come out with an episode where they're like, we can't air that. I and then know. they're just like, don't have a new episode that season that that week because they just can't air it. I bet they do. I would put money on it. And There's probably say, a
0: couple of things they've gotten smacked on. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, or they put had to out. take that out, mm-hmm. you know.
1: But I hope I want to say for the most part they've been able to do do what they what they really wanted to, and I hope they're as excited about their shows as I am. I love it. It's definitely one of my favorite cartoons. They gotta be. They've been doing it forever. Yeah.
0: yeah I remember like when Family Guy came out. Family Guy was tight, and still. It Was like good, but it got canceled for a few years. You remember that?
2: Hmm. It was like
0: one or two seasons. It was on
1: f- on Fox. It came back on Fox. It, it started on Fox, I think. Okay, wh- it started on Fox. So it went to ABC.
2: Okay, wherever I have to look any of this up. I don't
1: remember it being canceled. It got
0: canceled. That's what. And then the other company who has it on now, and I cannot remember what I don't watch. I don't watch anything right now. I yeah, shit. I don't
1: have cable. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know like when it comes to Fox, ABC, anything. I know NFL's on Fox and ABC sometimes. <sighs> I know MLB, uh, they have Sunday night Fox shows or Monday night baseball, like Monday night baseball special. So they have a little slot for baseball on like Monday night Fox does. Like that's it, uh, sports wise. TNT basketball, TNT on, but you know, TNT's got the basketball lockdown. Um, I like FX. FX came out with some badass shows I really enjoyed before I got rid of Cable like Rescue Me, Archer. Uh, FX had some pretty badass shows. I think that was like the new, the the best network for shows. Um, Archer's for, on Hulu. Yeah, now it's all everywhere. Most of them. I mean, you can get anything on Amazon Prime. You just gotta pay for it. And then oh, yeah. If you have Prime, they have a bunch of shows for free that you can do. But yeah, you can buy anything on Amazon. You can buy any of the shows you want, it's season, like whatever.
0: Can't do it. <laughs> I'm not, I don't There's so much I don't content watch anything. overload. Yeah. Have you
1: watched the the frickin Daddy made his content, bro? Uh huh. Um, inside Bo Burnham's inside. Oh no, we I just made talk- you it was content. Just... <laughs> here's all the content. Oh yeah, it's fucking brilliant, man. I'll fuck with it. you. Said it's on Netflix, right? Yeah.
0: I fuck with Bo Burnham.
1: Oh man, absolutely. When, when it comes to writing, and I was like, man, this is written beautifully. And then I started looking him up, and I talked to my sister about it, and. He's a writer. That's why I was like, "That's why it was beautifully done." It's art, dude. He's a great writer, and he writes for all these comedy shows. Mm-hmm. He writes for people needing unfunny people that are going to roast somebody that need help because they're not funny, so they get funny people to write their their roast for them. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe does a bunch of roast shit for people. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a writer. Like I mean, most where... of the most of those Comedy Central roasts, like. All the comedians that happen to be on the panel—it's usually two—they
1: wrote all of it. Well, I mean, you're you got Greg Giraldo, rest in peace. Um, he wrote all his shit. He's one of my favorites. Then you have, yeah, I guess you're right. It's like usually I'd say three because him, Sarah Silverman, and yeah, and uh, well, Jeff Ross, Jeff Ross, but yeah, he's the host, is. so I don't know
0: how much, but I'm sure he helps. Yeah. So, like, but those like are Tony three Hinchcliffe wrote
1: crushers
0: of comedy, and if they sure. don't, comedy. yeah, and if they don't write it, they approve and edit. Like, I think it was Tony Hinchcliffe saying Martha Stewart came to him with some bars, she, yeah. yeah. So he's yeah. like, Yes, that you, you do that, you do <laughs> Martha's that.
1: Martha's got sure. bars, yeah. I think uh, he said that on Rogan, probably, yeah. Probably. I think that's where, but I was
0: listening to his, uh, I watched
1: Tony Hinchcliffe live here. We did, we did. Yeah, because he, he opened Okay, yeah, you were there yeah, at Rogan yeah, as well. Yeah. That's when I saw you. Yeah. yeah. I, it's funny. I have moments
0: in life that I'll just forget because they're every day, but then you were like, I, and I yelled, Dan. And I looked at Megan, because we were ordering ice cream. I looked at Megan, and I was like, someone just yelled Dan in this direction?
1: No, and, I've always known you as Odin. No, I said Odin. no
0: No, you called me Dan back in the day. Daniel Odin was my name. Oh, all right. You did, yeah. And this, and I, because that's how you told the story. Right? Okay. But the other side, I, I looked at Megan. I was like, I heard Daniel this way, but there's no way anybody from Wisconsin's here. Uh, so let's <laughs> just order this ice cream. And then it was like two, three days later, maybe a week. at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Or you hit me up on Facebook. We met up at Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. And then you told me like, yeah, I thought I saw you, but I wasn't sure. It's been so yeah. long. I just yelled Dan, I was like.
1: Yeah, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and I, I, we were in line for a beer, and I didn't want to just ditch her mm. in the middle of all that to go chase you down because you, you were on a mish. You, like, passed by me, and you were on a mish, and I did, like, a triple take, you know. Immediately, I I pretty much knew it was you, but then I did, like, oh, maybe that's not him. Hold on one second. And I watched your mannerisms, like, yeah, that's, that's 100% him. And then I messaged you that night. I was in the line, and I was like, did I just see you? And then it was a few days later. You went on Facebook Messenger and saw that I had messaged you.
0: It just happened to be the one in six month time I checked Facebook Messenger, and you yeah, just messaged me. That's great. Yeah, it's a great well, I'm sure story. we would have
1: fuck. We would have got up anyway because of Ian. So I linked you guys back up. Well, I guess so. Yeah, you didn't even tell me To move back to town. It was quick. Yeah, I went to
0: Boston, right, I got out of the Air Force in March. I went to Boston, the very end of July, started my new job August 1st, 2018. So we were in Boston, he was there, so I hit him up in July, hadn't talked to him, this is 2018, I hadn't seen him since 2012, thereabouts, 2013, I guess, I dipped out 2013, he was here longer than me, mm-hmm. so 2013, so I hadn't seen him in five years-ish. And talk to him, not a like, not a text, not a nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was like, hey, bro, you still in Boston? Or no, you know what? I text him, what's up? <laughs> and he he's like, who's this? I was like, fucking old man. He's like, oh, shit, are like, you still in Boston? He's like, yeah. I was like, cool. Uh, <laughs> let's get something to eat because I'm in Boston right now. And then he's like, yeah, I'm, mov- I'm applying for this job in Tucson. I'm like. I live in Tucson now, again. So if you live in Tucson now, again, let's fucking do it. Yeah. And then we were going to do the podcast together and couldn't make the timeline work out. So here here I am. But yeah, then I linked you guys up and then I found out T was back in town. So I linked up with T. Me and him had that beef for like two years. Mm -hmm. So we squashed that and just brought Vet Check together. And then Cody PCSed
1: here and that was the fucking Furious Five. That's the Furious Five, dude. And and Sean came waddling in later. You guys watch... uh... You guys watch some Kung Fu Panda at all? The boys like that? Yeah, we watched oh, yeah. it last weekend. Maybe like the first half hour. Dragon Warrior and the Furious Five, dude. That's <laughs> <got to> <laughs>
0: well, the Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Old right. 1970s okay. and yeah, 80s hip hop. Okay. Yeah, They got a track called uh, White Line. Mm-hmm. That's a sick bass line, actually. Blowing through my mind.
1: And all the while, I think of you.
0: huh? It has a
1: pretty sick bass line. I think I've learned it over the years. Mm. I've learned that riff. So don't do it!
2: (laughs) The
0: whole whole song's about how dope cocaine is, but then they add in, so don't do it! Probably (laughs) their
1: producer's like, just add that in there. They probably had a song, and they were like, yeah. We we can't make a pro-cocaine song. Everybody knows
0: cocaine's a hell of a drug. But...
1: We just need you to, you can have the same song and everything, but just tell people at the very end to yeah. don't do it. Yeah. So don't do and it. And then we'll put it out there and it'll be a banger. <laughs> and that is exactly
0: how it went. And then that's how it. <laughs> <went>. <laughs> Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yep. Hell yeah, I got that. Uh, I got the uh, greatest hits album somewhere. Well, it's either in the car or in the garage with the rest of the CDs. Yeah. yeah I got a bunch of CDs still. Fucking too many. 200. 250, maybe.
1: Oh, fuck. I lost my I had a whole book of you know, everybody our age had the book of CDs and I still do. Yeah. The <laughs> mushroom alcohol infused trip to Coachella music festival and I never got it been. stolen. Yeah. And that I found happened. out on the way home. I was like I asked my buddy, like we started driving. And I was like, All right, get a like let's get the new get the next C D and he's like looking around, he can't find it and I'm like, Where is it? And we ended up walking into this. This one RV, this hot chick was like, oh, let me see your CDs, you know? And me, I was like, yeah, I'll go get my CDs. You can see my CD collection. You're hot. <laughs> uh, fucking here you go. Drinks, drinks, beer, beer, beer. Didn't get it back. I don't know if she stole it or not, but definitely wasn't in my possession after God that. After. And that's super sad. You know, 200 bucks, 200 CDs, 20 bucks a pop. 15, time, 20 bucks a pop. Shit. And that your, was gold, man. That was gold, yeah. And then driving with the radio is just not... Not cool. Too many commercial breaks. Yeah. And I wasn't really into ESPN radio at the time. I would have done that, but I do that now. I like ESPN radio right now. Talk radio starts to hit different
0: when you turn 30. Or it did for me. Yeah. like I remember being a little kid. That's what my grandpa listened to, the the local sports station, AM radio. Just mm-hmm. static and all, and just nonstop. Just that, and just like, what my
1: granddad heck? would throw in a learn to speak Spanish.
0: It's like not CD a bad idea. Because
1: his uh, his daughter married uh, a Mexican guy, Miguel. Okay. Really awesome. Fucking love him. Uh, they're divorced now, but since she married him, he started popping in Spanish tape because he wanted to learn Spanish because he figured his grandkids were going to. What a great guy.
0: Yeah, I started to sprinkle in. I mean, I don't know much Spanish at all. Pequito. Yeah, I I very very Pequito. <laughs> muy poquito. Muy, muy poquito. Uh, And I got. I don't. I know such little Spanish but I can do the accent but I avoid doing the accent because my Spanish is so limited I don't want to come off as like I'm making fun of or being racist
1: right yeah when
0: I am trying I am trying though so I got the accent or I'm beginning to get the accent I know very little but I'm just living in Tucson I should know probably a little bit more (laughs) but I want to do that with the boys but this uh the CD thing, like this, will be the first vehicle. This is my tenth vehicle. I'm getting with that's not gonna have a CD player. Really? Yeah, and not that in the Taurus. Now I listen to CDs like regularly, but in the Taurus, I had Bluetooth capability too, so I was on the phone most of the time, just listening to podcasts. But I would throw CDs in, and now it's I throw CDs in half the time. This would be my first vehicle with no CD player, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have a need for my CDs anymore. Yeah, and I don't have even a disc drive anywhere.
1: Like, I don't want to. I'll, yeah, I'll rip them you, I mean, you, buy, you buy laptops with, you know, they don't have Not anymore. They don't have that. Oh, I got a map. You can get a... an external one that yeah. you can plug in, but you don't have that. Like laptops don't have that. I got to get and it. laptops now are more, are 7,000 times more powerful than than PCs are that were built 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, so we're, yeah, laptops are, they can do everything you need for sure. I do absolutely. Like when I'm mobile, you don't need the big tower unless you want to play all these, you know, video games. Like the yeah, oh yeah. hide yeah. the the good video games now, like sixty, seventy frames. I got the iPad. Per second, like
0: when I need to do mo like if I'm we went to San Diego yeah, and I'm working, I'm working off the iPad, no no keyboard, like and got everything done just fine.
1: My iPad's bent, cracked, and it still works. Yeah, dude, I those things, are, those things are freaking tanks.
0: Megan has a. 2010 or some shit yeah like, well let's see when we get together 2011 so she probably got that thing like 2012 yeah. and it she fired it up charged it it took two days to charge it was that dead but worked san diego and back for streaming movies for the boys in the back like one of them got the big screen one of them got megan's old chunker and we rolled mm. this is a smooth ride so seven hours was smooth nice
1: you've been watching the olympics
0: just kind of like it was really cool yesterday or the day before men's gymnastics singles the dude from Japan won, and it was like at the end like he's like he needs a fourteen point five to win and got like a fourteen nine three 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 so it was like it was really cool to watch this dude win gold at the crib like. And it's gymnastics, so like whatever. So, you know. mm-hmm. But like track and field, like, it's badass
1: what they could do, man. It's Inhuman, honestly. The I, most I feel po- like the most inhuman. powerful
0: men on the
1: planet the are gymnasts, gymnasts. Yeah, like for and sure. and high level gymnasts. The the raw power. Well, when it comes to raw power, like those fat those guys that look like they're one cheeseburger away from a cardiac arrest, that can lift the world. Like, those guys are... Fun. It's those a different type of power. strength, right? Different type of power. What these gymnasts can do... I don't think power would be the word I would use. I would probably <sighs> use, like... Agile. The most agile people in the, on the planet. I don't even know if they're the most agile. The skaters they are probably as agile. can do fucking standing backflip. Some of them can do... Like, that one... I watched a highlight. This one gymnast was doing a standing double backflip. He did a standing double... Backflip.
0: Right. They're all super. I don't know if gymnasts are more agile than a hockey player or a basketball player or a, yeah, a skilled quarterback player. I don't know
1: if they're more agile. Yes, just they are. <laughs> Pure agility. <laughs> so agility, the, the ability to move left Pop. to right, I would say. Like your ability to strafe and move and left stop. to right and to stop on a dime and do flips and like cat-like shit. Cats are agile. I'm putting hockey
0: players at the highest. Hockey? Ho- I'm putting hockey players as the most agile athletes. Then, then position players in the NFL. Your D backs, D backs, and wide receivers, and then basketball players,
1: and I'll put gymnasts up there, equal with all of them. Okay, I would, I would definitely have gymnasts above that. But power to hold, stamina and power to hold yourself out full crucifixion
0: on the rings. On the rings. Man, that is some and power. Then, and
1: then just like kick your legs up and lock that. That it's that powerful, core. <laughs> I get they're
0: not power to lifting
1: but right, okay. Man, it is yeah.
0: powerful, like, I
1: don't want to fight a male gymnast, no, I don't want to fight anybody <laughs> not anymore, I mean, there's definitely a few people I'd love to punch in the face. I um, mine would all be circumstantial, man like i I have no vendettas, I don't there's I was not. just talking to my cousin about it the other day, was, man, we haven't got to do a good scrap in a while, nah. it's like, man, I'm kinda itching, mm-hmm. and then it happened, I was at the bar, and you know I was. I made a, I, somebody was claiming that I was racist. And I was like, I'm not racist. I'm actually prejudiced. Have you ever seen Asian women driving? Like to kind of diffuse the, like, to, but these people did not want to joke with me about it at all. So like, see, that's racist. I was like, no, that's prejudice. I'm not hating on Asian women. I'm just saying a lot of them can't drive. And it's literally a joke. Many stand up comedians have done it. And I was trying to diffuse the situation and they did not want anything, any part of it. They wanted to fight me and uh so i was obliging i said okay let's go and then all my friends came out and told him don't do that he will rip you in half <laughs> so don't do that and they pulled me away and but i was like laughing like ready to go like it was all i'll shoot a fair ready one to, ready if you
0: want to shoot a fair one we can shoot a fair one but eh, i would try to avoid at all costs this is not worth it fuck around accidentally
1: get your hand head slammed on some concrete like yeah Damn. Previously, when I was saying that about the, like I put him in the hospital because I I just did it like a body slam on him, but I had his arms tied down, and he didn't he wasn't able to brace. So when I threw him on the ground, like the first thing that hit was his head concussion. It's like that's dangerous as fuck, man. Concussions are not good. No, we've had some a couple bad ones. Yeah, we've talked about that before, and concussions are just not good. Period. And I gave him another one. It was like if that was his fifth or sixth one, like I could have done some serious harm to him. Yeah, if he was a real and that agile was the, that was the player. last like big huge brawl I really got into that like was more than just a few punches because most fights are over really quick. Yeah, 30 once seconds. you get it on the ground, like most fights, uh, all fights end up on the ground. Yeah, all fights I've been in more than twenty fights, and all of them ended up on the ground. You know, wrestling, tussling, and shit like a street fight. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's tough, dude. Especially if you're on like dirt, gravel, <laughs> like that's not good for you. <laughs> And then one errant haymaker that connects with your jaw, not, not clenched, you're fucked, dude. <laughs> you're gone. You're done. You're concussed. You're fucked. Your brain is fucked.
0: Oh, and somebody's liable to kick you in the head. Yeah, and then you're down on the ground
1: protecting yourself, and then somebody wants to establish more dominance. Their friends are watching, so they Mm. kick you while you're on the ground. Yeah, group think will kick in, take over. Yeah, Yeah, and there's
0: nothing about a street fight that's enticing. However, there is a time, especially as a man, where at any moment you may have to... Stand up and take action. Right. That's why it's so important to regress. Like I always I, thought
1: that's why we got paid extra than women, you know, like all of our jobs. It's totally worth 77 cents more. <laughs> I'm saying. Or was it? It's, Come on. What, th- if tw- the boat's going down sinking, somewhere. you're the one. <laughs> yeah. You're the one that gets saved, yeah. not me. So I get that extra dollar, okay? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just leave that alone? We <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't
0: have any reason to talk about this. I joke. I joke. No, but for real, yeah, I don't... I, I'm not, I don't involve myself around that type of crowd. It would be a real, real circumstantial, mm-hmm. weird thing if I ever stumbled into some random, like, get into a bar fight type shit. But I could see being out at the beach or whatever and someone's drunk and unruly and, like, used to tone down and is kicking sand on my family and shit. Like, I'm, we're gonna end this relatively soon here dude like this ain't gonna work but there's always the time and place for everybody but that's why i'm teaching my kids like i've been teaching them grappling since they were little kids little i mean they are little kids since they were i mean g's only four mm-hmm. and he can like what i do i put him in a, like a, a compromised position like i'll get him in a fucked up spot and just freeze but hold and be like get out of it I was like, if you're ever in this, you don't have this much time in real life, I'm going to show you how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'd just been teaching them defensive grappling, basically. And they, they're getting good. Like, they're both. And Baby G is only two. And he's way ahead of where Big G was at the same age, two years ago. So it's just like, all right, okay. So I'm, And then we hit the bag every now and then. It's not too often, but every now and then. And since he's four now, I'm going to start watching fighting with him and stuff and just be like, hey, man. Cause he ha- he does come home. He is real sensitive, and he comes home like, such and such hit me in the face today. Would you do? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Like, did you cry? Nah. I was like, did, would you like? Did did you take something from him to make him hit you? Nah. I'm like, all right. Hmm. You can wrestle him if you want, cause he knows defense and he knows takedowns. Grab you by the back of your head, force you to the ground, and sprawl, lay on your head, and spin around to the back. He can mm-hmm. do that. He just won't. He's sensitive. He don't want to hurt anybody, but he can do it. So teaching yeah. just grappling and defense, because you got to be—that's just one of—and and honestly, I'll even go as far as saying martial arts training should be part of the school system. Mm-hmm. Teach self-defense to people, especially women, especially young ladies. They walk through this world and. It's a scary place. I like any woman at any time can look at me and be like, Yep, he can take whatever he wants from me. That's not fair. I I think it should be way way pushed. Not forced. But at least offered as like some an type of an elective. Yeah.
1: I what, mean I had I had weight training. So did That's I. That's nowhere near anything of self defense training, but there was weight training offered to men and women, you know, in my school.
0: Yeah, it grows in my weight class senior yeah. year.
1: It was a nice class to take. (laughs) (laughs) I remember
0: we had this foreign exchange student. He was... uh, I don't know what ethnicity he was, but Asian. And we had Riggs. Mr. Riggs. And he'd make you do a Riggs workout. And he had like a handful of Riggs workouts for when you're fucking up. And if... The whole class for the whole period was working out, doing what they were supposed to be doing. You were cool, but if he gave you three warnings, like everybody, stop what you're doing, line up for a rig's workout. Mm-hmm. And he caused us to do a rig's workout one day, and it was lunges up a ramp. This is the weight room, and it was down, so you have to have a, a ramp. There's, there's no stairs, so up the ramp and then up another. It was long. It was probably twenty yards. What do you mean no stairs? Like, the weight room didn't have stairs going down to it.
1: Oh, you yeah. said it like, well, yeah, you'd never have stairs. For a wheelchair, for
0: high school, just access. Just had oh, access yeah, frame. yeah. It's just no, a I ramp year, instead of totally stairs. Yeah, I, never, I wasn't thinking
1: of the, our handicapped brethren. But, yeah, we had
0: to do lunges. And my boy, Dak, just saw him actually a few weeks ago. Irish exited on his birthday. <laughs> I was just like, I got to go, man. This, this, this is not for me. I just dipped out. And I, I didn't even say that. That's what I thought as I left. I was like, I got to go. But anyways, Dak grabs this kid and pushes him. And we kind of diffused it because I was in class. And Riggs was like, nah, uh-uh. So we get back to the locker room. And I was like, dude, you need to work out. And he didn't speak shit for English. I'm like, you need to, you can't just sit there and like, do nothing, holding, you gotta do something, and like, we got, he started like, wanting to fight me, I was like, alright, let's fight motherfucker, like I squared up, turned sideways in a karate stance, he threw a leg kick, and I checked it, and he was like, he just put, he just put his hands up, he's like, oh no, I don't want nothing to do with you, I was like, Cause I checked a kick and like I knew what I was doing. It was like, oh no, fuck that! I was like, you threw a fucking leg kick, dude! Like, let's go, let's go, cause the head kick's coming to you next. You just threw a leg kick at me, and he knew it too, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> I give up, I give up. I don't even count that as one of the
1: fights I got in, but I don't know. Just a heat
0: of, but just at any moment you could be in a heat of, and that was you know teen testosterone and shit. But yeah. At any moment you could be in a situation where you need to act and defend yourself.
1: Yeah, but he, I mean, like, there's, even there's, uh,
0: even from his perspective, that was a point where he needed to defend himself.
1: Every city block out there, like in Tucson, has it some sort of you know jujitsu, karate, mm-hmm. self defense. Uh, my buddy Cody's wife is doing, krav maga. She uh, shout out leash. Um, she's a bad little bee. I was like, a few more months, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna come try you out. I'm gonna whoop your ass. See if that krav maga paying off. That's a good <laughs> but, one
0: for women. For Magana. anybody, well, not just yes, women. yes, anybody. anybody but if I speak of primarily that, women's defense, yeah. guerrilla warfare, fighting, grab yeah. you by the balls, yeah. Krav Maga. yeah, for sure. Scratch your eyes up,
1: yeah, Krav, yeah, Krav Maga. yeah, and scar them up. At least give them something, you know. If you can, if you can do it, I just... You there's a Definitely video. I don't know how viral it went, but I watch get news. That motherfucker.
0: I watch news from, like, all around the country. Just local news from Atlanta. Detroit. Just whatever. Just to see what's going on. Just see some crazy-ass shit. But there's one, I forget what city it's in because of that. But this lady gets out of the back of this vehicle at a gas station. This dude pumping gas. She runs up to him like, help, help. There's video surveillance of it and everything. Boyfriend gets out of the car or comes from out of the store and goes up. To the dude and the chick. The chick runs under this pickup truck that the guy's putting gas in. The boyfriend grabs her, pulls her from under the truck, puts her over his shoulder, puts her in the Ford Explorer, and dips out. And the dude pumping gas was just like, "As you were." All right? Just <laughs> and then somebody else called nine one one. Turns out it was just a domestic dispute. It was a real like little girl with a size two. Shoes, so everyone was like, teen girl abducted. That was the like, immediate thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a 30-some-odd-year-old woman. She was just small. Mm-hmm. But the fact that dude just stood there, like, it's, it's odd, and you don't know when to intervene. You don't want nobody to get stabbed. You don't want to get shot. Like, you don't want to get the police to show up, and you're in a, the wrong position and end up like an accident happen. Yeah, I don't, like,
1: know. I don't know if there's a right, a right move there. Uh, there is a wrong move, and the wrong move is to do nothing. <laughs> to sit and do nothing and just keep pumping your gas. I feel like that's the wrong move. Seems but when it comes like it. to a right move, like, I don't know if there's a right move. Like, maybe try and calm them down so everyone can talk. But, like, how hard is that in the heat of the moment? When she's running, you know, I mean, how hard is that? And then some of our first instincts might be, fucking lay this dude out. Mm-hmm. But what if she's batshit crazy? He's trying to take her to the psych ward to get some help or something you know, and she's losing her mind and you end up beating the shit out of some guy that didn't deserve it in the first place, he's having a rough day trying to take care of his crazy fucking girlfriend mm-hmm. like it could be that too so what's the right move? A lot of variables The wrong move is also to lay that dude out yeah. like it might yeah, be I completely so. the right move, he might have been like complete dickhead, whooped her ass, she's trying to get away, she's asking for help that could totally be the situation but everybody judges everything that you do now you know, and if say you did that, this fucking poor guy got his ass whooped by somebody that calls themselves Odin, whooped his ass, and now Odin faces charges of assault. You know, and now your face is out there. You right. got your your mug up there for the world to see, and now everybody's judging you. So it's like that fucking sucks. It's like there is no right or wrong move anywhere you go. Any move you make there, I feel like the complete wrong move is to do nothing. But at least fucking say, like, hey, what's going on here? What's up, dude? Yeah, it's easy to say in judgment, but also... I'm not going to let you just fucking hogtie this bitch yeah. and put her in your yeah. car. and and I try to judge,
0: and I do judge. I'm not a Christian. Like, I'll judge you. like But I try to limit my judgments to... M- situations that I've been in and ways I've acted and reacted and if it's not a similar situation as similar as I can get but it does seem like and it's like I said easy to say just saying it and not being in the situation but like put her in your car get the guy out of here and like don't let him fucking yeah yeah. Drag her out from under the truck and, and roll. Like, yeah, but, but what if she's just
1: a vindictive little slut and she's just
0: start sucking your dick. Yeah. Nah, she's I like, know. Oh, thank you and starts
1: hugging you and like caressing your chest while she's looking at him. Now he's fucking lost it, gonna go get his gun and shoot you, now you're dead. Right. Yeah. So what's the right yeah. move? Like <laughs> odd, odd circumstance for sure. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um and I could see how the media would, would construe that and child abduction, you know, but Whatever. Child abductions are tough. That's that's what that's one of the biggest issues Tucson has. That's one of the biggest issues I have with the area that I live in is, is child sex trafficking and child abductions. Happen all the time here. Media doesn't talk about it. Why aren't they talking about it? I have no idea. I don't know. Well, I mean
0: what, I... what aren't they talking about? I mean there's a big public outcry like uh, to end sex trafficking what was it, three but...
1: years ago, South of Vale. Uh, it wasn't the city of Tucson, so maybe that's why I wasn't covered by the local news. But there was a huge. Uh, uh, it was like a child sex, pornography, lair. I don't know what what is it called. Uh, not a lair, but a den. Yeah, it was like a sex den that was found dug up in the desert, uh, south of Vale, and it turns out that they knew about it. The local PD knew about it, they just couldn't do anything about it because the feds told them not to. And the FBI didn't do anything about it, so a local group of militia went and liberated it. Hmm. Saved like five or six kids were still there, tied up. They didn't catch any of the people that were there, but uh, they got evidence that it was uh, MS-13 gang members. It was ms Mara Sabrucha.
0: There's a metric fuck ton of them that went down
1: just not that long ago, in the last couple of months. Or less. Oh, yeah. So this was like three or four years ago when I first moved back here,
0: and I don't know what that one, the recent thing I saw was about. I just saw the headline,
1: um, but yeah. Uh, so the local militia, they were they had to cover their faces because they were militants, but they went and liberated this place and had a mask. They had a mask on. You don't remember seeing? That? I mean, it was like four years ago. You uh, you were uh, probably I weren't know. here. Uh, so it was I when I first got back, and um, I shared the story. I read, you know multiple articles on it from these from this group they had video and everything they've recorded these kids nobody claimed all six of the kids nobody claimed they were from mexico
0: what the uh, fuck is it about American? our
1: species that
0: wants to enslave people
1: uh, I mean I asked the same question about what is our about you know what is it about our society that wants to have sex with children Yeah well yeah that one that bug that bugs me more than the enslavement I mean not that slavery is
0: Well no the sex trade I mean that's a disgusting part of it that they're fucking kids as well yeah. but it's a, still a slave trade the sex sex trafficking I get is why the guys want to have sex
1: with girls and vice versa I get that but why do you want to have sex with children to yeah, me I know. it's like And I don't I don't, I don't have a
0: line, man. Brain, male, female, either. Like, just stop weird. fucking kids. Just stop fucking kids. Yeah. Like, and then enslaving.
1: Yeah, essentially, those kids were enslaved. So, you know, I, I didn't think about the slavery part of it. Because, yeah, they're sex slaves. That's exactly what they Yeah, are.
0: there's something, there's more slaves based on sex trafficking enslaved yeah, were, the, today the than the there ever like was at any years old, time in the country. Like six
1: years old, five, six years old. Yeah, How do you get I, any pleasure from that? I don't know. It's disturbing. Like
0: I'd get my news, like I like I'll just random on YouTube top news headlines. I kind of read them. If something pops out, I'll I'll check it out. But then I will go a little deep. Just I just watch a bunch of videos Down every day, half right. hour half hour of video, news per day from around the whole country. But one of them, is like Inside Edition or something like that. But they're like parents did the most gruesome thing. Imagine dot dot dot. And it was just like. I'm not watching that. Just they did something to their baby, and like, yeah. But I don't know what. I don't know what the defect is. Like, and even, even, even as me, so I, I think back. I was in basic training. You come in, your rainbow flight. It's before you get a uniform, and the people who are about to graduate, they already have their airmen. They're considered an airman. You're considered a trainee. They're on their way out to go to their job training. But the those airmen would come down. To the rainbow flights and give them hell. Did and, this and happen fuck to them you? Up. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I didn't like that. I didn't like it one bit. And it wasn't even bad. It was just like, wait. I didn't like it either. Our, our guys, they just woke us up in the middle of the night. I didn't go do it. Made us stand, uh, you know, nuts to butt in the hallway. And like, that was it. Like, just, they just fucked up our sleep. And they were a little rude. Like, but when it was our time to do that, there were some guys who were real fucking excited. And I looked at him, I was like, You remember when they came and like fucked up our night's sleep and were real dickheads? I'm not doing that to somebody. That's what I said, in front of like the flight or whatever, all kids just like, I'm like, I'm not doing if you guys are gonna go do that, I'm not volunteering for that. You guys no, are re- seem yeah. you I guys seem real thing. You guys seem real excited to go do that. So if that's what you want to go do, that's what it is. They let us go do that. When did but- you come in at eighteen? Nineteen. Mm.
1: You're an old soul though. I feel like yeah, I was twenty one, I came in, I was older than the rest of them and they were super oh I can't wait oh man. And I was just like, go ahead, man. I got shit to fold, dude. I got to get my my locker ready for inspection because I'm, you know. So
0: a a lot of the trauma, so I hear, uh, thank goodness I'm not a molested child. Like, their trauma roots within them and then they pass that on. A lot of
1: molesters were molested. Yeah, Dahmer was molested. Uh, I mean, yeah. That said, that said... I'm not, I don't
0: give you a pass by any means. I mean, I still believe in mind over matter. The mind can overcome anything. It's a very strong thing we got in between I wonder ears. if anybody's
1: come out and been like, hey, something's wrong with me. Like, I am 100% attracted to these fucking mm-hmm. kids. I know I people. I need fucking help, bro.
0: I my, The dude to Alejandro Carrera, his brother, who I served with, he's actually on, he went from guard to active duty. Is it, you don't see that often you see it the other way right. way more often and he got accepted he's serving and loving uh, patriotism and, and providing us freedom right now but he was telling me about one of his I don't know the relationship so I won't i won't speculate but somebody he knew who was molested and who went to his family and was like hey I'm having impure thoughts about like th- this child mm-hmm. like I need some type of help I think he ended up going to, to jail for it
1: <laughs> For just having the thoughts, I, or he did something and then he didn't. You know, lust. I'm gonna, he I'll, I'll, I'll fuck the it.
0: story up too much. I can't remember; it was too long ago. But it no. was that. It was that. Like he was trying to avoid a problem by being forthcoming with mm-hmm. it, and got some. He got outcasted somewhere. I don't know if he went to jail or just divorced. Whatever happened in the family. But it's it's common. And what do you, what do you do? Like I don't know how to. Yes, we got to stop the cycle. But also, there's people who were not abused. Who have those tendencies? Mm -hmm. And as far as
1: I'm concerned, we the power hungry just they they, I think they feed off of we put you down. (laughs) To
0: to me, we put you there's
1: no there's not a fixing that animalistic animalistic nature tells us to just fucking kill them
0: until we figure out how to actually fix that. That's not electroshock therapy or a lobotomy. Like until we actually figure out how to reprogram the the brain, and that could be with mRNA technology. Mm-hmm. perhaps that's what that was made for it wasn't made for what current use is around the world is a couple of these vaccines it wasn't ever made it was intended to kind of reprogram addiction was kind of one of the main things mm-hmm. but that's also some type of addiction or proclivity that you have in your mind uh to to want to fuck kids so if that you need to start really focusing and fixing well, what I don't and maybe the, maybe science has been working on fixing that but as far mm. until we get there till there is a fix yeah we, we don't you're not, you cannot participate in the society and whether we put you down put you under or seal you in you can't have access to we, you can't, we can't yeah we cannot you cannot be around
1: yeah i you, mean you can't the, kill him I, says you well says society you can't just kill somebody because they have impure thoughts can't do it. I have impure thoughts about people at the DMV today. <laughs> Doesn't mean I I should be put in a <clears throat> in a box, you know. Actually, I will say I say this. Uh, shout out Tucson MVD. It was actually a pleasant experience. Did they do good? They were smiles, and uh, I had to get a ride from my roommate, and she was just negative the whole way there. She's the last time I was here, it was just the worst, blah, blah, blah. And then COVID's going to mess everything up. Literally everyone was smiling. I walked in. Hey, how are you? What can I help you with? Well, you know, this happened to me and I'm here to reinstate my license. All right. Well, just do you have all your paperwork? Like, what do you have? And I showed them. They're like, cool. That's good. You have everything you need. You're good to go. I'm excited for you. And then, boom, I go get my ID. That guy it was cool as shit. Thanks for your service. Oh, ex-military. Oh, thanks for your service. You know he had a helper behind him. I was jaw jacking with her. She was pretty cute. It was it was a fun experience the whole time. Hey, mama. Hi. you really not do dinner? No, but we'll do it now. What an idiot.
0: Well, I'm happy for you, bro. <laughs> Let's get up <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Everybody, Shut be cool. Up. Check on a vet. Hug your loved ones.
2: Cheers. Feels good to be king. When I your subjects are broken little things. Feels good to be kind. But it's the only thing that keeps you alive. And I'm alone most of the time now. Now I'm the only one worth hanging around. And I can really put my roots down now. I'm the only one in town. Feels good to be home. I can really get this pain off my chest No one knows the trouble I've seen And what that trouble gets Heavy weight on my mind From all the stuff that I saw Warm bodies and fresh meat It's all the same to the law And I'm alone most of the time now I'm the only one worth thinking about Mama says I watch too much TV and sit too long on the couch It's good to be cold I don't worry about girls and stuff Feels like I'm the new president But I ain't seen one this tough